Hey everyone, what is up? And you're listening to Behind the Girl Boss. I'm your host, Amanda, and if you didn't know anything about me already, my name is Amanda. I'm a 22-year-old content creator from Montreal, Canada. I currently go to school full-time at Concordia University studying communication studies. I also do this podcast. I have a YouTube channel. I do Instagram blogging. I have two small businesses, and I do freelance video editing and podcast editing on the side. Now that's a little bit about me, this podcast, Behind the Girl Boss, is exactly what it is behind the scenes of girl bosses. We talk to such inspiring and motivational women all about their journeys, whether it be in social media, whether it be in acting, whether it be in singing, whether it be in business. We talk to women all about their journeys, how they got to where they are today, where they came from, all the fun things. And honestly, we have learned so, so much about so many of your favorite content creators, of your favorite actors, of your favorite singers. We learned so much and it only goes up from here. So thank you guys so much again for always tuning in and just listening. I really, really do appreciate it. So before we go into today's podcast episode, we do have our journal prompt of the week. This journal prompt, I want you to write about your favorite woman and why they're your favorite woman. What about them makes them your favorite person? What you hope for them in the future and all those fun things. I think it would just be fun to talk about a woman since this podcast is called Behind the Girl Boss and we talk two inspiring women almost every single week. So I thought it would be a fun topic to do and I want y'all to do it. So for today's episode, we're talking to Marla Acevedo. Really hope I said that right, but Marla is a actress. She is also a content creator on YouTube and all around such a fun person and I love, love, love her energy. We've been friends for a little while now through YouTube and I've got to know her a lot more and I've got to know her journey a lot more through this episode and it was so fun. We had such a great connection and such a great chat. And if you're into anything that has to do with the acting lifestyle, getting an agent, doing headshots, auditions, all those fun things, this episode is for you. And if you're not into it and you don't know anything about the acting world, honestly, listen to this episode because it was so cool. As someone who is not aspiring to be an actress, but is so like loves TV shows, loves movies, it was so cool to kind of get like a behind the scenes of what it means to be an actress. So this episode was really, really fun, and I hope you enjoy it. And without further ado, let's just jump right into it. Hey, everyone. What's up? And welcome back to Behind the Girl Boss. Today, we have Marla with us. So hi, Marla. Hi. Um, Do you want to start off by telling us a bit about yourself and who you are? Yeah. So I'm Marla Acevedo, and I'm a Dallas-based actress, and I do musical theater I was trained in musical theater and I do film tv commercials theater everything and then I also have a youtube channel where I vlog a lot of behind the scenes stuff and just kind of sharing my actor life journey and uh, doing lifestyle vlogs because I love going around the city Dallas is really great as far as like the coffee scene and restaurant scene Mm -hmm. so I love like going and exploring around the city and then I enjoy vlogging it so that's a little about me Love that. So before we kind of get into like the questions and stuff, I like to do a hot seat segment to kind of just like break the ice and it's a little fun. (laughs) Um, So you can answer whoever or whatever comes to mind first. So the first one is who is your favorite actress? Ooh, okay. I saw that one and I was like, I feel like I don't have a definitive answer Mm -hmm. to it. So I have favorite actresses in like Broadway musical theater world, like even Novazada, Karen Olivo, um, Chia Rivera. Rita Moreno, I'm obsessed with them. And Les Langa, of course. Do you know who she is? No. <laughs> I'm just like nodding here, like, yeah, mm-hmm, when I don't know any of those people. She, everyone knows who she is because she is the original Princess Jasmine. Okay. She's saying a whole new world. On, okay. Like, the, 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 See, like, 
track that we all know. I don't know people's names though. Like for me, like I either know their character name or like I'll know their face. But when you tell me like people's names, I never know who they are until I see them. Same. I'm trying to get better at it. Um, But those are some of like the Broadway ones. And then as far as TV film, I love Shay. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Me too. (laughs) I love her. I also love Gina Rodriguez. Yes, I know her. Yeah, I love her. So those are two that come like to the top of my mind. And then the other one, she's not really an actress. Any- she started off as an actress, but she doesn't act anymore. She has her own TV show and stuff. But Adrian Balon, you remember her? No. For the Cheap Girls. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I need to look up. I know I like I can see their faces, but I can't tell you which one she is. The only one I know is like the one that played like Raven. Mm. That's the only one I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. by like name the other ones I don't know their names so it was she was the Spanish one the Latino one okay okay then I know who that is but I don't yeah. know her name <laughs> yeah I love her yeah she was good too so um the next one is kind of like mixed into that it's what what is one show you can watch over and over and never get tired of sex in the city I've never watched it <laughs> it's so good okay so um start at the beginning and it's very like old and mm-hmm. so like the quality isn't the best but to me, that's part of what makes it charming. And mm-hmm. it makes it like, you can tell it's filmed, you know, back in- And it's the- based in New York, right? Yeah, it's based okay, in New York. So. You would love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's based in New York. Carrie Bradshaw and like her life and her friends. And it's just so, it's just such a good like girl show, feel good, like adventure. And it makes mm-hmm. you feel like you're in a city and like <laughs> all the feels. I could watch that show <laughs> over and over and over again. Um, for sure. You're actually the third person. Yeah, you're the third person to say that on the podcast. So now I feel like I have to watch it. Yeah. Okay. I've also heard a couple of other shows that are really good that I have to check out and I haven't watched. So like one of them I think is Dynasty. I've heard of that too. I didn't watch it though. Uh, Yeah, I didn't watch it, but I've heard that that one's really good and like Shameless. My boyfriend watches Shameless and he says it's really good, but I haven't watched it either. There's like so many shows that I thought I have to catch up on, but I could Same. watch Sex in the City all right now. Again. Okay, I'm definitely going to start it when school's done in a month so that I could just like, I heard there's a lot of seasons, right? There's a lot. And okay, then so. after there's three movies. Okay, so yeah, I need, I need time. Um, So after school's done, that's my my goal for the summer. Ah, you're going to love it. <laughs> There's I know people who they're like I watch it once a year like the whole thing. Wow, that's like Gossip Girl for some people. Some people like rewatch it over and over. That's the show. That's the other show. See, I haven't watched Gossip Girl. You haven't watched it? I watched it for the first time during quarantine, and it was actually really good. So you should watch it too. I need to. Okay, I watch Gossip Girl. You watch Second. Yes. Okay. Deal. Awesome. <laughs> the next one is, and the last one actually of the hot seat segment is what is your go-to meal? Oh, spring rolls. Spring rolls are good. Hands down. Do you make them yourself or do I you? Make them myself. They're super easy. Oh, yeah, I saw in your story once that you <laughs> made them. I know. There's there's like sometimes when I'll go on a kick and just like eat that. Mm-hmm. Really no, they're good. They're so, good. And they're healthy. Yeah. So like best of both worlds. Yes, and so when you eat them, you feel refreshed and good, and like I love veggies. Love that. Veggies are good. Yeah. So I split the podcast into four sections. Um, they mainly revolve around like acting and stuff because 
I find that very interesting and fun. So we're going to start off with why you chose acting, your acting school and acting experience. Um, We're going to go into like the audition and agency process and then some questions I got on Instagram. So the first one is why acting? When did you first get into acting and why? Okay, I've always loved acting like since I was little. Um, And I think it has to do with like the novelas that I grew up watching Mm -hmm. but I didn't really know I didn't get into acting until I was in college I was like a sophomore or a junior I don't really know the difference because in like where like in Canada or at least for like where I live we don't really do like senior freshman or whatever they're called we just say like first second or third year oh okay second year okay second or third yeah it was like my second or third year of college that I was like second and a half, to be honest, that I was like, okay, I'm going to pursue this. Like I'm going mm-hmm. to and like do what I wanted to do because I grew up in sports and okay. dance. Like that's what I grew up doing. And so Same. really, yeah, I played soccer for like 15 years. <laughs> okay. But yeah. And then, you know, I played it from like elementary all the way to high school mm-hmm. and then I also did dance from when I was little all the way to high school and I always wanted to do singing and I always wanted to do acting but in my school it would be considered like social suicide like <laughs> yeah no I feel that and I was so like oh my gosh no you know even yeah. though I really wanted to do it and I did get in I was involved in the in my church choir but I didn't okay. tell anyone about it <laughs> That's like literally what I would do in high school. I would do things, but I would never tell anyone because I'm like, no one needs to know. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just me. I enjoy doing this. I want to do Um, But yeah, and then, you know, whenever I got to college, I was like, okay, like what do I really want? Because college is a lot of freaking time and it's expensive. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to like major in something that I'm not going to use. And um, I was like, I want to study like acting. Like might as well just go for it. I want. And so I majored in musical theater. That's so fun. So what were you in before, like in your second year, before you switched into? I was just doing my general. Okay. And I was switching because I was like going to be a communications major. Then I was going to mm-hmm. be a business major. And then I was like, I'll go into law school. I'll do pre-law and yeah. make a lot of money. And like, you know, just trying to choose everything else. But I was just like, I'm not good. No. Like, no, I, I feel just, that. I want to like study what I love. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, I want to study what like I love and I want to spend the time learning like everything about this amazing art form mm-hmm. and the history of it and so honestly that I know people say that like you don't need acting school and it's true you don't need it but it, it you learn so much respect like you have so much respect for the art form of like musical theater and everything when you do study it like for such a long time you know yeah and I think it's cool because like for me like when I was going to high like when I was in high school um, and like transitioning to go to like college and stuff they never really spoke about like the like musical theater as like um a major or like social media as a major like everything was always like doctor or like sciences math and everything so I think it's cool that like these things are becoming more like generalized I don't know if that's the word but like more people know about it now because when I was in high school I literally chose to go into psychology because I was like okay well I guess that's the only thing I can do and then when I went I was like oh my god there's so many more like majors that I could have chose so then I switched because I was like what am I doing in this um so yeah I think that's really cool yeah me too I mean honestly I didn't even know musical theater was a thing Mm -hmm. until I don't know I can't remember like the exact moment when I saw it but it was just the moment that clicked that I was like that 
that's what yeah. it's like the singing and dancing all together mm-hmm. all like that's it <laughs> um and then I found out you could major in it and I was like oh my gosh perfect like me sign me up love that so this kind of goes with like the hot seat segment but did you have a specific actor or actress I don't really know if we're supposed to say actor or actress because people tell me you just say actor but actor or actress that kind of like sparked your initial interest I can't think of like one specific actress Mm -hmm. that was like you know this is my Romano this is exactly how I'm gonna be like I really can't think of that I look at like Meryl Streep is one of my other like favorite actors yeah you know who she is right yeah yeah I know who Meryl yes 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 iconic I know her I love her you know and I look at any of her work and I'm just and like even her interviews because I I love watching different interviews from Mm -hmm. actors and actresses and even her interviews I just love like just how real she is but I I can't think of like one specific person that I was like I want to do what she's doing Mm -hmm. that's okay so what genre I can never say this word genre of acting are you most into like are you more into horror romance comedy for yourself when you like when you want to play like a part oh comedy yeah okay (laughs) I love comedy I okay like I'm really into watching horror films and I'm I'm not an actress or anything like that I wanted to be when I was younger but I'm not but I feel like playing in a horror film would literally like ruin me I'd be so scared even like I don't know like I sometimes I try and imagine like what it's like acting in a horror film I don't know okay Loki I'm gonna be in one though okay so you can tell me how it is when you're acting in one like I want okay but like my dream is to be really like in an action film because okay. that just gets my adrenaline going and mm-hmm. I'm like oh, that's so cool I recently watched um oh my gosh why am I blinking out on the name it was this Asian film and it was completely like it wasn't translated into English so I had to read the subtitles Subtitles. but it was so good and this girl was like in the air kicking and beating (laughs) up and I was like (sighs) that'd be so fun I feel like it's such a different experience like watching things and then actually like being in it yourself yeah for sure and I think like after you do things then you you notice a lot because I work on set a lot as a makeup artist and so um I see like the effects that they're using you know like the lighting what they do to get this and so now whenever I watch tv or I watch a movie and I'm I can really appreciate I'm like oh my gosh the cinematography on this is beautiful like look at those lightings like look at the lighting on this look at like the angles and things that normally like people are like what I never noticed that but yeah I guess it makes a cool effect it's funny that you say that because um so basically where I live again it's really different from everywhere else we have high school then we have this thing called CJEP which is like a two-year thing then we have university so in CJEP I got a diploma in cinema so when I'm watching things now I'm always looking at all those things like oh like those angles the lighting all these things and it's like so different watching it now versus when I like didn't know anything about that I know I forgot you did tell me that yeah that's so cool and even like, you know, for acting in films, because I've been an extra before. Mm-hmm. So whenever we watch big, big films, I'll be like, those are all actors. Those are all like paid actors. Mm-hmm. But like, really? And I'm like, yeah, each one of them got Yeah, paid. my mom my mom was like, where do they get all these people? I'm like, mom, they're extras. Like, they're actors. And she's like, they, they're not just people on the street. I'm like, obviously not. And I'm like, because if they were, I would be there. Like, I would want to be in every movie. Like, <laughs> it's so cool. I know. And so, like, we, I was watching um, Coming to America, like, the first one. Mm-hmm. 
a couple of days ago and it was filmed in New York. Well, I think at least it was, I think it was from the set. It looked like it was, mm-hmm. but sometimes they recreate stuff in Hollywood studios. But I was telling um, my fiance and his family and I was like, yeah, I was like, so this is filmed, like actually filmed in New York. All those streets are completely blocked off. And yeah. they were like, what? And they just like didn't know. And I was like, yeah. And all of those people that you see that are like pedestrians, those are paid actors that are just paid to walk back and forth behind the scenes. And all of these streets are blocked off for yeah. reasons. It's so cool. It's really interesting. Talking about like your career in film, who would you want to be, like who would be your dream co-star to work alongside with? Okay, Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, I don't like, I don't know how to contain myself sometimes when like, there's like those big, like, like if like Justin Bieber, for example, like if I had to work alongside him, I don't know how I would like contain myself and be normal. Okay. Here's the thing. I've always said that I would want to play like Robert De Niro's daughter or granddaughter (laughs) or something. That'd be cool. (laughs) I can see that. And like, I would, I would love to be on set with Rita Moreno. You know, she can be like, my my grandma and you know, I would love to I just would love to like learn from the greats you know mm-hmm. and like, to have a chance to be with them like younger you know more up and coming and like fresh face actors I think is awesome but I really like to learn from like very very seasoned yeah. the people in the industry for years I feel yeah. like they have so much value to give and you know they're legends so like who wouldn't want to be on set for sure even, even if I'm playing a baby part like that's okay <laughs> yeah because they're still there and like you're still alongside them yeah like that's fine <laughs> so you kind of touched upon this but you said you went to um you for university or college I don't know what you guys call it there um you majored in musical theater did you also do um acting classes on the side no so um yeah college university same here um over here but I did the four-year university where I got my bachelor's. I got a BFA in musical theater. I didn't take acting classes on the side because mm-hmm. when musical theater, it's literally like a full-time job. Yeah. Um, because you like are studying everything throughout the day. And then in the evening, you have rehearsals for shows that we're doing. Okay, so that's cool. We're though. doing musicals and plays and stuff. So you that your evening time was blocked off for rehearsals. And then you go home, eat and sleep and do it all over the <laughs> day. So I didn't um, do acting classes while I was in, you know, as a musical theater major because my school taking care of that. But when I graduated mm-hmm. and I was like out in the real world, I did. I, I was like, I need, you know, to continue training. So yeah. I was taking classes with a couple of different acting coaches. So for musical theater, um, what type of like classes did you have within that program? Um, musical theater you have to be trained in like music dance and act acting like mm-hmm. so we took all of the classes um <laughs> we took tap jazz ballet yeah basically all the dance classes and then you also had to take theory you had to take music theory one and music theory two you had to take piano one and two um you have to take performance classes where it's voice you have to take private voice um you have to take ensemble classes where you do scene work and ensemble work um it kind of depends on you know the program that each school has but that's the Mm -hmm. one that I had yeah and then you know the basic acting classes we had to take that too and then had to take musical theater classes which which is like working through it's specifically for musical theater so working through musical theater pieces 
having showcases at the end. So those are kind of like the classes that we took. That's like basically acting classes in school. So I, yeah, like I yeah. feel like it'd be like with the extent of your schedule and even my brother, like I told you, he like does um acting right now. Like he has class from like 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. So like, I feel like it'd be so hard to like fit other things into that. It, re- it really like, it takes over your whole life. And so, yeah. but it's like, I love, I remember thinking like, wow, I cannot believe this is my major. Mm-hmm. Like, my first class well okay we did have to take like um some classes that were not as you know fun like I had to take an 8 a.m theater history class where we're literally learning about like Shakespearean works and like you know the Meisner and like all of those like we're learning about that and a lot of us like kind of fell asleep but you know dozed (laughs) off yeah and it's like the his like we just want to act we just yeah to do it well we do have to like take all of those and we have to learn about like composers mm-hmm. and writers and all that stuff but we also got the really fun classes so I remember thinking like wow I can't believe like my next class is jazz like I get to go dance for an hour and yeah. that class that's my credit oh my gosh I get to go sing and watch my peers sing and that's my class and now yeah, I have so a cool. voice lesson like I'm singing like <laughs> I felt like literally a dream I can imagine so you were in a show called Queen of the South. How did you get that part? And what was it like being on set? I actually got that part when I was, I was an undergrad. I was still in college. Okay. Um, and I had an agent at the time, a different agent than what I do now. And uh, they sent me the audition and it happened so quickly. Like they sent it to me and then they called and my agent was like, hey, Marla, um, can I get you an audition like today? And so normally you'll get an audition and it's like the next day or mm-hmm. like in two days, you know? She's like, can I get you like in the next like two hours? And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, sure. And so she's, she's like, I'm gonna send you the breakdown. I got the breakdown. I saw it was for like a sick dying woman. So literally the easiest audition I've ever had to <laughs> I threw on the like most homeless sweater I had. <laughs> That was like this brown, super cozy one. It was that one. My makeup, luckily, like, you know, college, I didn't really wear a lot of makeup because I was so tired all the time. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, perfect. So I just dusted on a little bit of like lighter powder to make myself seem pale. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit of like brown and like a little red underneath my eyes to make me look a little bit more tired and scruffled up my hair and like ran out the door I called it I was like I have to get there did the audition didn't think you know anything of, I mean I thought it went well but uh, I wasn't like, oh I looked at all whatsoever because it was just so yeah quick. and then like two days later I, I used to work retail um and so I was busy on the weekends working retail but mm-hmm. I like, missed emails and text messages and like tons of phone calls from my agents and they were like Martha I need you to confirm please you're weird they want to book you please let me know if you can be on this Monday and so I was like ah, and, called <laughs> and I was like yes 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 like uh, I'll be there because I have to confirm yeah you know be available then got on set and I was like oh my gosh I have my own trailer <laughs> what and then I signed my contract and it said co-star role and I was like I'm that's a- so cool <laughs> you know it was um like I said I was an undergrad and so mm-hmm. like I was so naive to everything I really didn't 
understand until I got on set and I saw how big of a project it was and everything. And I was like, oh, wow. That's crazy. This is what I want to (laughs) do. Like, I'm not going to be an extra no more. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this kind of goes into like what you were saying, but you said you had your own trailer. Is it like what the movie show you, like what a trailer looks like? Like what's in it? Okay, so it depends on who you are. (laughs) I can imagine that. I imagine like the like really big people have like these big ass like fancy trailers. Mine was not not fancy, but it was a trailer and it was my own. It had my name, Mm -hmm. a little star on it. And (laughs) Maya, that was the role that I was like, oh my gosh. And so it's cool, you know? Yeah. Um, So I was a... like a little bed for you to rest and it has it's just like a plain little little trailer and then it was really cool though because you do get treated um differently when you are a named character and they have like you know a separate like we have this um thing you were like you go in for all the snacks in the world that you could ever want are there wow and, <laughs> um, yeah and so uh, the first time I tried to go in I remember um this person was like oh no, no, no this is not for extras and I was like, oh, no, I'm not, I'm not an extra. And he's like, oh, come on. And I'm so sorry. <laughs> they treat you, you know, completely different. Um, mm-hmm. It's really nice. But, I, you know, I didn't have the whole fancy thing that I'm sure. Mm-hmm. How many episodes were you in of that show? I was in two. And where, is it on uh, Netflix or? Netflix. It's on Netflix. Okay. It's, oh, my gosh. If you can find me, because I look different. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, I swear I'm going to, after this, I'm going to go look. <laughs> completely different um but I don't care I'm happy (laughs) which like is it like in the beginning episodes or like the it's in the very first season okay the queen of the south now is only season five or six huge but I was on the first season within the first 10 episodes okay I'm gonna find you and then I'm gonna tell you when I find you tell me if you can find me I will (laughs) um (laughs) So kind of going into that too, like um, for hair and makeup, did they come to like your trailer or like, did you have to go somewhere? How does it work? No. So there's a separate trailer for hair and makeup. So like basically okay. I got there and it's like, oh my gosh, hi, you're Maya, you're playing, you're Marla, you're playing Maya. Like, yes, hi. You know, um, and she's like, let me walk you over to your trailer. <laughs> let me walk over to your trailer. And she's like, okay, um, you can just hang out here. You can go get some snacks over there. There's like breakfast if you want. And I'll come get you in about 10 or 15 minutes for hair and makeup. And so I went to go get snacks, you know, um, breakfast. They have the whole shebang. And then came back and you go to a, there's a separate trailer for hair and makeup. Okay. And then there's a separate trailer for wardrobe. Okay. So, you know, going to hair and makeup, get that, go into wardrobe get that and then go hang out in your trailer a little bit longer and then they'll come get you when it's your scene okay so how long like how long are the hours that you're usually on set for in a day um that took I was on set for two days and I was there from like six in the morning until about like six or seven p.m but that's just me Mm -hmm. I had like a couple of lines um I was in one scene, but like when they filmed, they literally go from like 6 a.m. to who knows when. Wow. Like, they, they, I, I know sometimes, like I've heard of people going home midnight, past midnight. Wow. Midnight. It just depends on, you know, what you're shooting. Makes sense. Um, so you also did a national tour for a children's musical, I believe. 
Um, <laughs> what was the tour life like? Oh my gosh, the tour life's so crazy. So, um, okay. I graduated college, then I went to New York and I studied in New York at Stella Adler, which is an acting studio. Mm-hmm. And then I came back and I was auditioning, auditioning, auditioning. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, just came back from studying in New York mm-hmm. with the grades, feeling so amazing. I could not book anything. I could not book. And I was, you know, going to auditions, auditions, auditions for theater. This is all for theater. And called back and stuff, couldn't book. Finally, finally, like literally like six or seven months later, I booked my first equity paid, like big regional job here in Dallas. That was the Jungle Book. I was in the Jungle Book. Right after that finished, I immediately got booked for the tour. And it was through the same theater. Okay. So they booked me and I played the butterfly for <laughs> a children's musical musical called Diary of a Warm Spider and a Fly. And it's a children's book that, um, I don't know in Canada, but in, in America, a lot of people read it during elementary. So a lot of people know the book. And, mm-hmm. it became cool. and I did that for a year and it was the craziest experience I could ever, like we had no idea. It was all of our, except one person, except one guy. But it was all of our first national tours. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, even him. He had done mini tours. Because you can do like two-month, three-month tours. But this was a year-long big national A year, tour. wow. Okay. Yeah, and this was his. Yeah, it was all of our first national tours. And we had no idea what we were in for. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy because um, it is children's theater. So your energy has to be through the yeah. roof. Like through the roof. And then because it's children's theater, we performed you know, for them, it's their, it's their field trip Yeah. during school. So we performed at, at 10 a.m., <laughs> which means we had to be up at 8 a.m., warming up, doing mic check, getting to the theater, getting into costume, hair and makeup. And, you know, <laughs> it's tough to try to get your voice up at 8 a.m. Yeah, singing, I can imagine. Capacity. Um, and then we perform like back to back to back to back to back. And then you travel because it was a non-equity tour. Mm-hmm. Um, so like equity tours are the bigger tours that you see, like, you know, the big Broadway shows that that tour. Non-equity tours are going to be a little bit smaller tours, but it was still a national. So it was like a big non-equity tour. <laughs> That's so cool. And so there would be days where we didn't, like, we had no idea where we were. Because <laughs> like we would wake up and we're like, where are we? Would you go by bus? We had a uh, we had a tour van. Okay. Yeah, we had a tour van or a tour bus. Yeah, tour bus. But it it wasn't like the huge, huge, big ones. It was like a smaller one. But yeah, we had a tour van, and um, that's how we would get everywhere. And so the one that I did, we drove everywhere. So sometimes we would be driving for like ten, twelve hours, and that sucked. Yeah. But then you realize you're like living the life, like traveling, getting you know, to perform at amazing theater houses. When we performed at a couple of opera houses and it's just like, oh my gosh, this is what I'm doing. (laughs) This is what I'm getting paid for. Oh my gosh, I'm doing this for a living. And then you perform, like you're singing and dancing and then you go home to a hotel room and you're good. Like, yeah. Sometimes it's because we would be, you know, we, if we had a one show day, you'd be done by like 12 the rest of the day is yours to do whatever yeah do whatever you want but then sometimes you have two show days and you're exhausted Mm because you 
you know, been performing. And then after that, you have to load out, pack everything up, and mm-hmm. then travel 12 hours, and you're, like, exhausted, you know? like I can imagine. How am I going to do this again tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I can imagine. I feel like I would sleep, like, half the time when I'm not doing anything. Yeah, and it really, um, like, it, the, like it, you, you have to, how do I... I'm trying to find the words for this. Like you, you have to be so um, on top of your game, like mm-hmm. because yeah. you have so much. And so like, you know, the climate is always changing. Um, the oxygen levels, which is something we never thought about, but the oxygen yeah. are different depending on like where you are. Mm-hmm. I never thought of that either. Is the, and the weather and like all of this affects mm-hmm. you. And also um, time, time zones. Yes. Are- <laughs> so I always forget about them. Yeah. So it's like, okay, cool. It's like five o'clock now. And then by the time you get there, it's like, we lost two hours. And mm-hmm. like, oh, it's, you know, so it's really crazy. It's a complete roller coaster. But at the end of it, it makes you so strong. It makes you such a strong performer. It makes you a better, um, makes you a better human because you learn how to live with complete strangers. Mm-hmm. It literally, we always said this, we're like, this could be a reality show. Like there's so honestly. Much- there's drama that happens. Um, there's like hilarious moments. Like there's things that you cannot make it up. Like it's crazy. And it all happens on tour. And mm-hmm. it, like, I remember my cast members and I were always like, dude, like this could be a reality TV show. Like I, I could see that happening one day. So moving on to like the auditions and like having an agent and all those things. Um, what is the audition process like to get a role um, without like having an agent? do it for you so like before you if before you have an agent and say you're looking for roles for yourself by yourself how does that kind of work yeah so it works a little bit different for film tv commercials than it does for theater so for theater um you really don't need an an agent you just Mm -hmm. show the auditions and you have your song memorized or your monologue depending on whether it's a play or musical and then you just show up show up you know and then you perform your your song or your monologue and then if they want to see you again you'll do a callback mm-hmm. you do a callback that's normally when they'll you know read you for whatever role they're interested in and then you'll do a dance call which those are okay. fun so you have to learn choreo like very quickly and then yeah put together and see who makes the cut and then you either hear back from them or you don't so, so sorry no, no no you're good so that's you know kind of the process it's like a lot longer once you get to callbacks because you have like you're reading for different roles mm-hmm. and the dance call and then you're going in groups so it's a little bit longer so like I see a lot of people like talking about self-tapes and doing self-tapes is that more so like when the role isn't where you're based or so it used to be that way but right now because of the COVID Mm -hmm. okay self-tape so everyone's doing self-tapes now we used to go into the casting offices but everything's online now Mm -hmm. online now um and that's also like the difference between theater and TV film commercials. Um, if you're auditioning for theater that's in a different state, you'll you'll do a, a self-tape. But normally they're all in person. Okay. And then for like TV film right now, yeah, basically how you would do it if you do not have an agent, you look for the audition. So you can use backstage.com, actorsaccess.com. Those are um, here, casting networks, LA casting. If you're in LA, just you know, depends on the area. So you find mm-hmm. the audition and like the breakdown that you fit for. And then you submit, you submit your headshot, you submit your resume, your, mat- your demo reel, your materials. 
and then um, if they are interested, they'll be like, hey, we want to see you audition for this, and they'll send you the sides, and then you send in the sides. Okay. Either hear back or you don't. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yeah, whenever you have an agent, it's a little bit different because your agent's kind of doing that yeah. for you, and you just get the notification, like, you have an audition for this. But when you don't have an agent, you have to do all of that yourself, but it is doable. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So you were talking about headshots. Um, What's the process like for getting headshots done? And how do you know what style to go for? Because I know on your YouTube channel, you did a few videos about like getting headshots done and stuff. And you had like a specific few styles in mind. So like, how do you pick those? Yeah, um, it that really comes down to knowing your character type. Mm-hmm. And so how it is, I paid attention to what casting directors were calling me in for. So I've, I was getting called in for a lot of commercials, like Chuck E. Cheese, like Happy, you know, go mm-hmm. like so you want like a nice commercial shot that could be used for like Pepsi, you know, all of these big brands that are all about smiley commercials, like an upbeat one. I also get called in for the young mom. So I wanted one that was like, you know, more could, could show that because the thing is mm-hmm. with casting, it moves so quickly that you kind of have to show them, oh, when they're scrolling because your thumbnails are like small as yeah and they can be like okay I'll take her oh she looks like a mom let's have her let's have her you know so if you have um a headshot that's like you looking super grunge and like rockish but they're casting for a young mom they won't yeah they're gonna be like no like she does not look like a mom yeah it's like a like a rock person not like she's a great headshot but it's not what we need. So it's really just like going for roles that you can be called in for, okay. uh, for, for roles that, you know, would be suitable for you. Like if you could, you know, if you're in your young, early, mid twenties and even like early thirties, you'll get kind of depends on what you look for. You'll get called in for a young mom, probably not early twenties, actually. Uh, like yeah. 20s. Like I look like I'm 12. So um, they'd probably be like child. <laughs> yeah yeah you know so like you could go in and play a high school student so you yeah a headshot that looks a little bit younger and kind of like ages you down so mm-hmm. when they're looking at your headshot they'll be like oh yeah she looks like she could be in high school bring her in like the I don't know if you've watched Riverdale um I watched a few episodes they're in in high school but they're all in their 20s like no maybe- but it's true like even like Pretty Little Liars they were all like 20 year olds and at the time I was like oh my god like they're in high school but now I look at it and I'm like how did I think like some of them look older mm-hmm. but it's yeah <laughs> you know it's just like what can you look like like can you play a high schooler like realistically mm-hmm. um then you should do a headshot that can show shows you a little bit younger and kind of like ages you down a little bit so mm-hmm. you can't and if you can you know if you're younger but you can look a little bit older then you can you know play a lawyer or you can you know, play the cop, you can play like yeah. mom. It just really depends on what can you go in for, realistically. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Um, so moving on to like the agents and agencies and stuff, how did you find an agent or agency that you trust? Okay, so um, I got an agent super early on. I was in college and I got her because I was in a theater show with her. Mm-hmm. Side of school, it was community theater I was doing. And, oh, not community theater. Actually, it was a read-through. It was okay. a through um, that I got through doing community theater. And the director was like, hey, Marla, I'm actually doing some, another project separately. And I would love like free to be a part of it. So I agreed. And that's how I met her with 
a bunch of other really cool professionals and I was like oh wow I feel so mm-hmm. cool being here amongst you guys <laughs> like from community theater to this like yeah. awesome and I met her that way so we formed like a genuine real relationship you know and I I had known I wanted to get signed like eventually you know and so I found out that she was an agent and so I was like hey so I'm actually looking you know to get represented um do you have any suggestions because I know you're in the industry and she was like yeah just submit to mine like submit to, to my agency and send your materials to my assistant so I I don't want to be biased you know mm-hmm um, she's like, but send send the materials over to her and we'll see what she thinks. And then we can, you know, go from there. So I sent over my materials and they signed me on. And that was my first agent. That's um, so cool. And I trusted her because I already knew her. You mm-hmm. know, I knew her, she was like a, a well-known professional in the industry. And she's like very loved by, you know, the whole city and here. And so that's it was really really genuine for sure um so like what does an agent do for you so you already spoke about how like they apply to um like for auditions and stuff for you do they do anything else yeah so there's a difference between an agent and a manager an agent um you have to come ready like you Mm -hmm. have to come with your materials you have to come with your headshot your resume that has credits on it like stuff that you've done demo reel if you have one um preferably like preferably you should have one but not all agents require them. So a demo reel, is that like, what is what exactly is that? A demo reel is literally like a 30 to 50 second clips of just like you acting. So does it have to be like certain things you audition for? Or can you just like... It can be anything. To, okay. it can be anything that you want, but you want it to like showcase, you, yeah. you know? So whenever um, a casting director or an agent or manager goes through your materials, they like click and they're like, oh, let's see what she's done. And they'll click it. And it's just like you, whether it was a commercial that you did or like a short film or a feature film, and it's just featuring you as an actor. So they mm-hmm. can, oh, this is her playing a 12-year-old. <laughs> I don't know why yeah. I said that. <laughs> oh, look, this is her as a cop. Okay, cool. Like she's got some acting jobs. Like, okay, mm-hmm. cool. We've seen what she's done. That's kind of what it is. Cool. But um, your agent will submit you to projects okay. for, for casting and for shows and stuff. And that's what they do. That's what they do. <laughs> they submit you on stuff. They get you in the room. Okay. A lot of the times, especially if you go to bigger markets like New York and LA, it's, it's like impossible to get into the room without an agent fighting for you. Mm-hmm. Like even in Dallas, when I first started, like my agent had to fight to get me in the room because casting was like, we don't know who she is. Yeah. We don't know her. And so my agent had to be like, hey, you know, she'd be perfect for this, like let her audition. And so once you, they they have a very close relationship with casting directors. And once the casting directors trust them. Then it's like. Yeah. Then it's like, okay, we'll see her. Okay. She's reliable. And so it's really like a teamwork. Like you as an actor have to be on top of your stuff. Mm-hmm. And agent helps get you into the room so you can book the work. Awesome. So the last part of my podcast, I asked people on Instagram to ask questions. So I picked two of my favorite ones. So the first one is, what is the biggest tip you can give someone preparing for an audition? Be as prepared as you can be. Even if they say you don't have to be off book, try your best to be off book. Mm-hmm fine to have the script in your hands but there's a difference between like being glued to your script and just having to like refer back to it very quickly because you're pretty much memorized Mm -hmm. 
and that will show casting that you're on top of it. You know, it, if they're looking to cast very quickly and you kind of just come in and you're ready and you fit, you're going to have like the higher leg up, you know, mm-hmm. than everyone else because they still have to prepare. They haven't done the work. But if you've already done the work, you're off like you're prepared, you've done everything beforehand, you're going to have, first of all, so much more confidence. Like that's going to give you the confidence that you need. And then you can make better acting choices because mm-hmm. you know this stuff. You don't have to think about the work and then think about, you know, it's just all comes down to preparedness. So be as prepared as possible. Awesome. And the last question is, um, what is your dream TV show to be a part of that is still filming now? Riverdale. <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch. I feel like everyone talks about, that's another show everyone talks about. I'm like, I, I watched like four or five episodes and I couldn't get into it, but maybe I have to retry. I love it. And maybe I'm saying that right now because it's like my current obsession mm-hmm. that I'm obsessed with, but as I'm, I'm just like, and they're still filming. So I'm like, what? You know, manifest it. You never know. Can you get, and you know, they they actually film in Canada. Oh, where? Do you know where in Canada? I don't know. Probably Toronto or Vancouver. That's where like everything. Actually, no, I'm lying. Montreal films a lot of movies here. In the summer, they're doing Transformers here. They also did X-Men here. They do like a lot, like they were filming right next to my workplace, um, like a TV show. <laughs> and me, I'm walking there. And then the guy was like, you can't walk here. And I was like, why and then I saw like the trailers and stuff of people and I was like oh okay oh my gosh so so maybe you'll end up in Montreal one day (laughs) yes um what was the question though um yeah the question was um about the tv show that you would want to be a part of yeah yeah Riverdale I'm like currently obsessed with it waiting for the next thing to come out and uh, (laughs) yeah would love to be in that show for sure awesome Well, that's all I had for you today. So thank you so much again for coming on the podcast. Before you leave, do you want to shout out like your YouTube, your socials, where people can find you? And then they can also watch like all your acting and lifestyle videos. Yeah, for sure. So my YouTube channel is just my first name, Marla Acevedo. And then my Instagram is Marla underscore Acevedo. And those are my two main ones that I'm on all the time. And then I recently, I'm not as consistent, but I'm on the TikTok. (laughs) dot yeah i'll leave everything in the show notes below so everyone go find you and thank you so much once again yes thanks for having me thank you guys so much for listening to this episode i really 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 do hope you guys enjoyed it and if you didn't know who marlo was already i hope you found a new content creator to support a new actress to support and i'm telling you one day we will see her on the big screen and i'm so excited for that day don't forget to go follow her on instagram and on her youtube channel to keep up with her life and her journey and if you want to keep up with me please don't be shy i would love that you can follow me on instagram either at behind the girl boss or at it's amanda Wan. you can also follow me on youtube it's amanda Wan. i post lifestyle college mental health and body positivity content on there please also don't forget to follow or subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to it on if it by chance be apple podcast please don't forget to leave a review i would really 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 appreciate it and yeah so that's about it um i still have not learned how to end these things so i do hope you guys enjoyed and i will hear you next time bye guys